Well, Kurt, we want to welcome Yvette McMillan to our radio broadcast this morning. She's the director of Harvest Home, and we are so glad to have you with us this morning. Thank you, Reverend Kaiser. Now, Yvette, you were telling us just a little bit ago as we were talking that you have worked at the Harvest Home for 25? I'm in my 26th year. 26th year. Okay. Uh, that's, that's a long time. Uh, do you happen to remember how it was that you became acquainted with the ministry of the Harvest Home? It was through my sister um, and her husband, Yvonne and Daryl Brake. Not initially, but okay. they had a outreach ministry called Because He Cares. Okay. And somehow, I, I don't know that story, but somehow she got connected with Reverend and Mrs. Thomas through her outreach ministry. Okay. Well, you know, Yvette, we've been... Um, Actually, February, we're celebrating 38 years of ministry at the Harvest Home. You have been at the mission for 26 years, and I do know you probably have seen a lot of change. Why don't you talk a little bit about maybe when you first came, and then you changed roles over time because now you're the director of Harvest Home. You've been in that position for 14 years. So talk a little bit about some of the things that you have seen and some of the things that have changed over time. Maybe one major change that comes to mind is when I started there, we had one dorm for single women, and it had six beds in it. And we also had a, the mission had a joint day room for, primarily for the men, and then it became open to men and women. So that was a, a big change that we made in 95 when we um opened the client service center and we opened the women's day room that was separate from the men's day room and we also um, changed our family units into um, a space to sleep single women again when I started there was two spaces in the back of Harvest Home and they were family units and we would house an intact family husband wife and children back there or if we had uh, a father who had custody of his children we would house that family in the back. But most of the time, that space was empty, and we were sleeping the single women overflow on cots in the basement in our play area. Hmm. And so um, we had to make the hard decision of to change those spaces because we, we were considering best use of space. And so we changed those from family units into areas that we could house the single women. So typically, Yvette, how, how many would you say are staying at the Harvest Home on any given night? I know that would vary, but... Around 50. Mm -hmm. 50, 5 mm -hmm. zero. 5 -0. So being the director now of Harvest Home for 14 years, obviously some of your responsibilities have changed. What are some of the responsibilities as a director? Because really, we don't want to say it's a 9-to-5 job. I know you fluctuate your hours uh, many times because of the needs of, of the guests that are staying here. So why don't you talk a little bit about some of your responsibility? Oh, my goodness. I do them almost um, <laughs> so automatically. It's hard to talk about how many they are. I know I, I do have a memory of sitting at my desk thinking, I think I do 100 different things in one day mm. oh, and have 100 different conversations about 100 <laughs> different things. But um, and that's probably not an exaggeration. I no. don't really think it is. Yeah. You know, I, I, I oversee, of course, the Future Story, our social enterprise program. I oversee the running of the actual house of Harvest Home, the building, the facility, making sure that um, 
doing my best to make sure that it's up to date um, concerning repairs and enough linen and enough pillows and enough blankets and that the women's needs are being met, that staff needs are being met. Um, I do a lot of conflict management and conflict resolution. I do mentoring. I do encouraging. I'm encouraging both staff and the ladies staying there. I do a lot of praying. I um, have to order um, or see that supplies are ordered to see that the classes, all the classes and programs that we offer, that everything is going according to the structure of the program, that the volunteers have what they need in order to help us do what we do. We couldn't do our ministry the way that we do it without the volunteers. Mm -hmm. And so we want to be an encouragement to them and also be sensitive to their needs and be available to them when they want to talk to me and and um, tell me what their um, concerns are or just give an example for Bible study. Make sure we have enough Bibles for Bible study. Make sure we have enough sewing machines and sewing supplies for Future Story. Make sure we have enough gardening supplies for our gardening <laughs> program. It just goes on and on. I, I'm up to 10. <laughs> you said 100, so uh, that would be part two, I think, yep. next week. But uh, certainly you, d- you do do uh, huge, and I know that. Um, I'm glad you mentioned that so our listeners can get an idea of what, mm-hmm. what you do. Uh, most people, when they come to work at the Haven, wonder how they'll be able to fill their time. And <laughs> I think that, that you know, I think I think you're uh, another example of how, you know, there's probably need more time in a day okay you mentioned about building upkeep uh i know that you just had a new room or a restroom that was uh, mm-hmm. remodeled and i know that you're kind of excited about it. you want to share maybe just briefly your feelings on that we have a large restroom and our resident program is upstairs the second level of harvest home and it needed um attention i'm not going to tell um the audience everything that was happening up there but it needed attention and um, Kurt knew about it, and he and Reverend Kaiser worked and um, prayed, and I believe we received funding mm-hmm, to get mm-hmm. it remodeled. And it is absolutely wonderful, beautiful, outstanding. Can I think of any other adjectives? Well, there's new fixtures up there, which had a nice uh, updated look, mm-hmm. but also the problem that it solved was the the shower leaking when uh, the shower is right above your kitchen and so then that caused what problems I in your kitchen <laughs> with watermarks and water leaking into the cat or cabinets and towers and things like that so um, yeah we are as happy for you as you are happy about that too so really looks nice it does well i think that's a wonderful blessing uh, to see something uh, renovated uh, redone and, and obviously, that can bring order into the house as well. Uh, and in talking about the Harvest Home and even the woman's uh, day room, uh, Yvette, uh, our guests that stay there, the ladies, uh, the moms with their children, I'm sure at, uh, o- over 26 years, you probably have seen change uh, with the guests that stay there. Uh, <clears throat> maybe some of the parents are, or the single uh, moms or Maybe they're struggling with some things different. Why don't you talk a little bit about that? What, what's different with the guests that you serve today that might have been different 26 years ago? When I think about um, issues or problems, of course, addiction comes to the forefront. And when I first started at Harvest Home, I think the um, drug of choice back then was crack. And now we're seeing um, a lot of meth Mm-hmm. and opiates and um, items like addictions like, like those. When I think about the um, 
makeup of the women. When I started here at Harvest Home 26 years ago, um, most of the women at least had a some type of spiritual background. They went to Sunday school or they knew something about the church. And they there seemed to have been at least a baseline of what is right and wrong. I may choose not to do what is right, but we can all agree on what is right and what is wrong. But now it's not that way. Um, my personal opinion is due to the influence of television, some television programs, the women start to feel as though they are the stars in their own program and that they are the most important person in the room and they can make um, demands on other residents and clients, guests staying with us and also on staff that is not realistic. And they um, also have no concept or very little concept of God. It's um, more of the God of your choosing, whoever you choose or whatever you choose to name as God is your God. And so that becomes a little more challenging in our um, evangelizing, um, but we still do it. And um, women and children are still coming to the Lord, but it is a little more challenging. Well, just to kind of uh, piggyback off of that, what what programming or do you offer that that reaches the the spiritual needs of of the women? The um, primary ones would be our chapel services for the single ladies, the ladies who are here without children, and our devotion, evening devotions, and morning Bible study classes for the families that are the mother with mothers with children who are staying with us. We also um, do one-on-one discipleship with the ladies, and we have a long-term discipleship program that we call Becoming. It's really becoming dot, 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 meaning the woman is becoming the woman that God has envisioned her to be. So those are, um, if you want to say our spiritual enterprise programs, those are, they would fall in that category. But um, everything that we offer, we have the spiritual um, component to or foundation for. Even in your now, your social enterprise started several years ago. So why don't you touch a little bit on that, uh, just to let the audience know that this was something that was brought in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you brought it to the, uh, you had the idea, the vision for it. So what is a social enterprise? Well, um, it's an avenue by women can um, learn skills that hopefully will can and will create an income stream for them. And it came to being because I listened to the ladies talk, the the women staying with us. I listened to them. And what I kept hearing was, I can't get a job. I can't get a job because of my criminal history. I can't get a job because of my addiction history or because I have no work history. So I kept seeing all these barriers that the ladies have um, to em- employment. And a lot of um, validation that the women re- can receive is being productive citizens and productive members of their community. 
and communities. And so I wanted to give them a safe environment by which these their skills, their, their God-given skills could be developed. And they could experience the development of these skills and they can see and experience that, yes, I can do something and I can produce something that someone else wants to buy. You won't um, believe how validating that is. And just to see the expression on a woman's face when something she has made or something that she has helped to grow is purchased by someone else. Someone else wants that and has value, values it, values it enough to pay for it. And when they see that, it just it's just unbelievable. They start to be, they start to really feel and believe that they, yeah, I can contribute. I can make a difference. I can do something. And that was the the reason that Future Story came to be. I um I can hear your uh, excitement as you talk about uh, that. And I know it's something that you sort of brought along with your uh, administration, if you want to call it that, is uh, is the implementation of that. And um, and, and it, from everything we can see, I mean, we sometimes see graduations, right, from mm-hmm. uh, that and the mm-hmm. excitement that is in uh, the ladies as they talk about their experiences. And I, I know that Probably, probably no one's more excited than you are when the, <laughs> and when we have those uh, ceremonies here. So, uh, very good. I wish we had a more, little more time to talk. But we're coming to the end of the, the interview uh, session. Yeah, we got a thumbs up here from, from Yvette. <laughs> um, and, uh, but thank you for coming in today, Yvette, and sharing uh, with us about about the uh, programs and the ministry of, of, of the Harvest Home. Um, last question is, how can our listening audience be praying for you? Uh, for your staff and for the women that are currently at the Harvest Home in the day room or that are going to be coming that we don't even know of right now? Um, Regarding the women that we serve, pray that um, their hearts will be open to um, the message of Jesus Christ and um, his saving grace and, and the difference that he can make in their lives if they would trust him. And um, pray that staff would continue to be encouraged and that they will continue to um, demonstrate God's love and compassion. Well, we want to thank you, Yvette, for spending some time with us this morning. Thank You're you. You're welcome. <laughs>